Welcome to In The Lap Of The Pods Queen Podcast with myself David and with me is someone who's waiting for the cyborg to come and rob him out, <laughs> it's Joe. Um, at this point in my life I'll take a rob out off of anyone but um, yeah, yeah, but definitely a cyborg. Uh, and also don't try and catch his ass, it's Paul. <laughs> Good evening. Because he's cooking me a red hot tin of gas. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been working every hour God gives a man. So yeah, and my heart and soul is locked up in a cold steel frame. Sweet quality line, mm. good man. So this is the another world podcast. <laughs> uh, this is Brian May's second album. It came out in nineteen ninety eight. So it came out in June the first, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, six years after Back to the Light. There is a little uh, note that Brian puts in in the album and the album sleeve, which I'll read out to you. Similar to what he did on Back to the Light. Um, and this is what Brian said in the, in, the, in the sleeve of the album. Yes, it's been six years, a very long time to make my second solo album. Of course, there were a few distractions. I'd love to tell you that after Back to the Light, I stepped into a luminous place where life all made sense. But of course, that is not the case. I would like love to say at least that I found the true direction, freed my spirit, and could tell you all about it. But alas, no, not even close. Eh, I tried. This album is an outpouring of a confused brain still trying to make sense of everything and amidst vast areas of despair, finding a few flashes of light. These are what I would like to share with you. Just one warning, in another world, things are never quite what they seem. That's it, we journey on. Hope you enjoy. Love, Brian May. March 1998. It's taken a wee six years or so to do, yeah, which is a big part of your life, isn't it? It wasn't like I was doing nothing else, mind you. I did a lot of projects during that time, including a couple of big Queen projects, which we really, I don't think, will be doing uh, for a while now. Um, I think it was time to move away again. I think it reminded me that I like being on my own these days. You know, I like being able to explore my own avenues, and that's what this album is. Okay, so um, Brian May's second album. Um, uh, Paul, I'm going to come to you first. I don't believe you'd heard anything off this album until you listened to it. Is that right? I had not heard a single note. Yeah. Um, so what's yeah. your what's your overall take on the album without giving too much away about individual tracks? Overall, I would say that it's very much like Back to the Light, and hmm? that does some good stuff. And there's some absolutely terrible, abysmal stuff on it. Um, even the way the album's sequenced as well, it's very like Back to the Light as well. Even down to the, you know, the the, the first track is a kind of atmospheric start and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, very, aye, you know, aye, when I say don't go into detail about the track, you fucking, it, within about like, what, 20 aye, seconds, you fuck sake, Sorry, man. Fuck's sake, man. Get you know me, you know me, I'm not... I'm all about the details, man. I, you know. I, aye, but there's yeah. time for the details. <laughs> and it's no new. It's uh, no new, mate. Aye, so it's aye. It's very much like Back to the Light, which, you know, is not a good album, and this isn't a good album either. But there's aye, one or two wee things in it that are actually pretty good, so there you are. All right, interesting. Joe, I think you had heard one or two tracks. Well, I know we both saw Brian live on this tour. Yeah, and sure. I was actually I was actually looking up the set list to see what he played on that night, and I think there was maybe three songs from this album that he played on that night. So we have heard those ones, but the memory Not of since them then. <laughs> the me- <laughs> Exactly. The memory of them is is, you know, 
Uh, probably long gone. But uh, so I suppose for yourself, Joe, uh, another world. How is it for you? Well, I like you were saying there, David. I mean, like I, he might have played some of these songs live, but other than that, you know, it went right over my head. I mean, to be fair, we were only at that show to see the Brighton Rock solo, so Very <laughs> true. Very I could true. have left. Uh, I could have left straight after that. To be fair, but anyway, back to this. Um, so yeah, the only real song that I had any real knowledge of was <laughs> Cyborg, um, because I think you, you maybe sent me a link to it like a few years back and said oh, check this shit out and I, I listened to it and I, obviously I'm not going to go into it now but I was like okay fair enough but yeah like Paul said this is this is very much like Back to the Light and I, I'm trying to figure out you know what I what I dislike more because mm, it's difficult I think Back to the Light has more better songs on it you know what I mean and I say that you know lightly um, than this album does but this album as a whole seems to annoy me less than Back to the Light although there is some absolutely abysmal shit on this as well and probably more abysmal but I think the bad stuff in this isn't quite as bad as the really bad stuff on Back to the Light so I think that's probably where where I'm getting that sort of vibe but yeah um it's not been unpleasant listening to this, you know what I mean? If anything, I've had a couple of chuckles, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, you know, you're not meant to laugh at it, obviously, you know, with Brian's heartfelt, um, you know, thing that he, written, he wrote down there about the whole, what he was going through during the album, and that, not to diminish how important that is, you know, the guy's mental health and stuff like that, that's not good for anybody, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit more of the forced, I'm coming out of the dark kind of vibe again, and it's kind of hard to buy into that for me, but there you go. Mm, interesting. Um, I'm probably not as harsh as both of you. I don't. I don't think it's even close to being as annoying as Back to the Light. Ah, it's definitely not as annoying. I, 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 I prefer it to Back to the Light because I, I, I think he's trying to retrace something. He's trying to get back to a raw sound, and for mm-hmm. that, I actually respect that because Back to the Light is over polished, over produced. Obviously, been taken. He spent too much time on it, I think, back to the light. It was clear he was recording it from like, the late 80s, way up to like 92 itself, kind of yeah. thing, when mm-hmm. it came out. So I think he just had too much time twinked, you know, tinkering with things and blah, blah, blah. And, okay, he recorded this over two years. I think it was 1996 to 98 he was recording this. So still a fair, fair amount of time pulling this material together. Um, but I don't know, I, I can have... Uh, this, my, my overall kind of take on this is, is uh, fair enough, Brian, fair enough. Um, in terms of, you know, Paul, you mentioned there's there's a few tracks on this that are, are abysmal. For me, there's only one absolutely abysmal track on this album. Um, and the rest are all just, ugh, whatever. Um, to to not very good. But um, in terms of absolute abysmal, for me personally, there's only one track. I would agree with that. On that. Um, aye, so I'm, I'm kind of, I think, I think another thing, it's all about, uh, it's all about, uh, I guess context as well because I know Back to the Light really gets its ass kissed a lot like it's some great rock album and all this I think it's, to be honest I think it's more so just within Queen fans to be honest rather than I, I don't think I don't think there's anybody yeah. external saying this is a great rock album it anybody just seems to be, knows this isn't yeah, a good album it just, it just seems to be huge with you know a lot of Queen fans for, for some reason you know uh, fair enough I'm not going to I'm not going to tear into people for that and I think that's that adds to the resentment of that album as well. You know, Aye, what I mean, totally. if it was just for just this album that slipped under the radar, it 
probably wouldn't be as kind of. And there was a whole fanfare on the re-release of Back to the Light that was irritating as well, and and it was almost like packaged like it was a new album coming out and stuff, you know. And and you know, again, right. the whole narrative was getting skewed and Twisted. stuff. And anyway, I'm talking about Back to the Light. Why am I talking about that? But just just for context sake, and I know this one's just come out. This one has just been re-released with all the extra tracks and big massive box sets and books and old T-shirts and signed stuff and. Six thousand pound fucking versions of the album. And red hot tins of gas. <laughs> exactly, man. So I think from that point of view, so it is a bit of context, a bit of bias. I would say the the reason why I I, I prefer this album. But I think coming back to Joe's point, you you do have a point, Joe. I think when it, when this when it's stronger on Back to the Light, it's probably a lot stronger than most of the stuff on this. If you know what I mean. Aye. Um. You know. But I think just overall as a collective. I, I'm I'm listening to it more like, oh, do you know what? Fair play, Brian. Whereas on back to light, I'm going, my God, you actually put this on an album. Aye, you know, it's yeah, more like that. So aye. I would say there's more abysmal songs on back to the light than this. But is it a good album? No, it's not a good album. Nah, no, nah. it's not a good album. But it's, but at the same time, I, I'm I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt on this. I think, and I think yeah. when we get to individual tracks, we'll we'll probably all discuss collectively if. Mm-hmm. You know, we all feel that way, and maybe there'll be a bit of uh, disagreement on some of the things. My feeling, and I don't want to kind of put any spoilers on here, but Paul, probably more the blues-based stuff is the stuff that's going to offend you probably more than mm-hmm. <laughs> more than uh, any any the other ones. Uh, being a blues fucking hipster snob. There's, bastard, there's blues so. on this fucking thing. I missed that. <laughs> nice one, Centurion. Nice one. <laughs> like it, like it. Shut it, you. <laughs> I <laughs> point point me point out where the blues is in this record, man. <laughs> why don't we Why don't we jump in then and give the listeners what they've all been waiting for? Aye, good. So putting. we open up. Uh, we open up with space, and Paul kind of alluded to it in the in this sort of opening there. Um, it, you know, it's very similar to the dark that opens up uh, back to the light. You know, he's wanting to build this kind of space around them, so nobody can get. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. Nobody so. can get in. Nobody can get in. So he's very much, I mean, even judging by what he said in the booklet there, he's very much in the same place he was when he was recording Back to the Light, so maybe still struggling with uh, things a little bit. Yeah, like, fair enough. And, and then intro's okay. I mean, it's, for, what, 45 seconds? Nah, it's, it, like it doesn't yeah. overstate its welcome. I just wanted to put that little fragment on as an introduction to the album. It's nice to sort of tease in that way, I think, you know. And for me, I wanted something just to set up the big, big, heavy opening track and just sort of set the mood of, of where the album's going. Yeah, there's not a lot to it. To st- there's, not, aye, there's nothing to it. It's just, yeah. Um, and the, the kind of half-spoken, half-sung bit, it's, it's all right, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. There's nothing offensive about it or, you know. Yeah, um, yeah it's all right. I, I would say that um, the, the Dark mm-hmm. on Back to the Light is better because it's got... Guitars and stuff and all that. It's an actual track, you know, synths and strings and stuff and that. You know, but but it's not. Yeah, you know, it's it's as what it is kind of thing. It's it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Aye, I mean that's a good a good lead in. Aye, it's just that lullaby sort of vibe again. You know, but I there's not enough to it to really critique it in any way, shape, or form. But it's it's not bad. It's not bad. Aye, aye, fair enough. So. God, we're going to get through this album really quickly, man, if it's all like this. So. If there were all 45 <laughs> second songs we would, mate, turn into a grindcore album. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next song. <laughs> Next song. 
Maybe Brian <laughs> anyway. should do a, a grindcore album. That'd be into hearing that. Love it, Brian did a grindcore album. A split, a split. Yeah, well, uh, Napalm. He did invent it, so. Aye, absolutely, exactly. Brutal truth, man. Brian, brutal truth. Give him a shout. Aye, oh, man. Um, right, so we move on to number two, which is called Business, and I think this was originally for a TV show called Frank Stubbs Investigates. That's right. Um, yeah. This was the theme tune for it, which I, I, the name rings a bell. That actually, that TV show, but I, I don't ask me anything about nah, it. I've right never, enough, but... never watched it. We want something huge and powerful and wondrous to wallow in, and that's what I was doing on, on the business. <clears throat> and Cozy was a huge part of this. You know, we just lost Cozy. And I probably want to spend a lot of time talking about him. But you immediately hear this massive drum track coming. And that's very much him, you know. It, it isn't about somebody hitting something, it's about the inner energy and strength and optimism of this guy. And uh, he's a crucial part of this album. And I, I don't know what the hell I will do without him. But yeah, yeah, so move into this, and uh, I'm going to hit Joe first on this one. Um, well, this is actually, I mean, for a start, the, the, the production in this album for me as a whole is far better than Back to the Light, 100%. It's more balanced. Yeah. Um, everything seems to have its place, whereas in Back to the Light it sounds jumbled and stuff, whereas this this first song, right off the bat, you know, the drum sound actually is fucking excellent on it. It's, yeah. an, it's a brilliant drum sound. Um, Cozy, of course. Um, and the opening riff is basically Headless Cross by Black Sabbath. It, 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 it's clearly it's clearly lifted I mean all right it's got a different it's got a different a little tail at the end that's the only difference the Sabbath one does even Cozy's playing I mean Cozy plays on the headless cross as well yeah so Cozy said it was alright you know Brian it's alright just rip Tony off your pals anyway so not matter exactly he's not going to sue you but his guitar his guitar tone's excellent actually on this it's really thick heavy kind of like Iomi's it's more like Iomi's tone especially in those yeah. On on like the Headless Cross album, um, and actually, you know, his voice is actually okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was, you know, I was expecting to really, you know, f- you know, fucking nails down a, a blackboard type stuff, but his voice is actually okay. And do you know what? His voice on most of this album, even on the crap songs, his voice yep. is actually a lot better. So mm-hmm. I've I got to, I've got to tip the yeah. hat to him. Um, yep. And, uh, and right in now. certain songs in this album, actually. His rock voice is pretty good Very because good. he starts ah, to yeah. because yeah. in certain songs, obviously, I'll not blow my load here, but he starts to push it and it starts to break up. But it's it's not it's not doing it's it good. in the high register. He's doing it more in a mm-hmm. mid register, but it's breaking up. And it actually, sounds quite husky. It sounds mm-hmm. okay. But anyway, back to this. Um, you know, the middle section kind of that you know the bit where it comes to kind of goes quiet and stuff, and the drums drop out. It's, it, it gets a little bit kind of Andrew Lloyd Webber. There for me. I think yeah, you, you you must be reading my notes, man. Because yeah. <laughs> you're saying this pretty much what I've got as well. Just right, sharing the <laughs> same mind, mate. <laughs> exactly, man. Um, <laughs> that kind of when I mean, that you know up till that point I was feeling it. You know I'm like you know what well, this ah, is yeah. a decent. It's pretty yeah. pl- it's pretty ploddy, right? It's lumbering, mm. but it's okay. And, and you know the verses are actually pretty decent as well. Aye. Um, and the you know the chorus is actually okay for what it is, but that that. The twice that that part comes round really takes me out the song, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes me think, oh, "Man, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have done that. You should have, should have thought of maybe another cool, heavier part or something, Aye. or 
Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, and this album's guilty. This again, kind of like back to the light. There's, there's songs on this to a point. I'm like, this is good, and then he just absolutely fucking fucks it for me. Um, and I'm just like, you know, what? what and maybe if somebody like Freddie had been there again to to kind of say hmm, that, you know, maybe not do that. You know, I think obviously after listening to this album as a whole, you can re- I can really hear and Rogers records as well that Freddie must have had a massive influence on their songs and how they were structured they maybe be coming with the ideas but mm-hmm. brian isn't the best at structuring songs on his own so that leads, uh, leads me to believe that, that freddie really I had a big hand too, yeah. in that yeah. i think i think freddie without doubt was the best arranger oh that band. hands down hands yeah. down freddie's songs yeah. even even mr bad guy some of the songs might be cheesy but they're arranged very well mm-hmm. they're structured yeah. really well but anyway back to this um right i, I mean I don't really have much else to say. I mean, the lead work is pretty decent on it as well. Do you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't think this is bad. It's, it's unoffensive and actually pretty decent to a point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I've got, I've got to say, I, I actually really like this song. Um, it's yeah, it, you know, as Joe said, it's a, it's a pretty basic rocker, and it's uh, yeah, it's very heavily boring, boring. From Black Sabbath, both both in the actual riff and, and the the sound, you know. Yeah. Um, if if I you know somebody had played this to me, I would I would have just thought that's that sounds like Iomi, you know. That's was that Tony playing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I was thinking even to the extent as Brian, what's he playing through? Is he playing? Doesn't sound like the voxes he's playing through. They, mm. You know, is he playing through something? You know, maybe a dual rectifier or something like that, or you know. Something a bit more modern, because uh, the sound is a, a bit different. Um, but anyway, um, it's a it's a good song. It's it's a daft, you know, rock song kind of thing. Um, his voice is is actually pretty good on this, and as Joe says throughout the whole album, his voice is pretty good. Um, it's thicker. It's you know, uh, obviously a wee bit more mature or something. I don't know, um, down to age or whatever. But um, it's given that it's got more of a kind of low end and a lot of the stuff he's, he's, he's singing, you know. So it's uh, it, it suits the songs a, a little bit better. It's not that shrill f- stuff, you know, from yeah, uh, totally six agree. years previously. Um, but I the the bit when everything drops out and he does the you know the kind of uh, bit in the middle. That's I, I, I don't business and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't mind that. Um, but he does it again, aye, you know. Yeah, it goes into the solo, and then he does it again. You're like, do it once, you know. If you're going to do it at all, just do it once. I could have maybe got away with it if he you know? did it once, but twice. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be something like, you know, I want it all. No, he's got the bit in the middle, and I want it all, and then he, did, you know, and then he added another bit. That's a good point. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Sense. You know, ah, uh, you know. So, I so that, that that's my only criticism. Other than that, I, I enjoyed it. It's a it's a good song uh, for me. You know, it's not groundbreaking or in any manner of means, but it's nice to hear Brian. Uh I sounding a wee bit different. It's changing his guitar sound a little bit. You know, um, aye, I, I I really like it. Aye, it's one it's one of the one of the good ones on here for me, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. I think this is probably the best example of the kind of point I was making about um. Try to get back to basics a wee bit, and you know, and and he's not using yeah. as many musicians on this either. So I think it's got more it's of just a really bad him, vibe. Isn't it? I totally, 
because obviously Cozy's through most of the album. I think there's just two two tracks he doesn't play on. Um, you know, Brian so plays bass and everything, doesn't Brian he? plays bass and everything apart from about, well, Neil one, Murray plays and I couple, think there's one or two. Yep, um, yeah, he doesn't play yeah. on. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. So I think that's another reason why it sounds. Probably the the vibe of it's a bit more um a bit bit raw, I guess, as well. Mm. Maybe I, I I don't know, it's just a theory, but cohesive I. Aye, maybe cohesive I I maybe less uh he's no used. But uh, but the thing is I, I I'm not I would just be parroting everything you guys have just said on this one. I think the vocal melody on the verses is really good. Because yeah, um, yeah. it's just a standard kind of chuggy rock riff, you know, yeah. and he, the way it's a good melody. It's, it's mm. not he's not just went where you'd expect him to go. Aye, it's, yep. it's a bit, it's a bit different. A bit, and it's, you know. aye, he's, he's, he's delivery is really good. The way he's kind of dragging it across, yeah, it's, it's a hard business. You know, it, yeah, yeah. it's really, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it, it's, it, 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 sounds, the melody's good. It sounds like he's, he's pushing it, but he's pushing the right part of his voice. You know, he's not pushing yeah. the, high, the really high part, but it starts to sound really shrill. He's kind of, I think yeah. this might be tuned down. This might be drop D. I think I'm thinking this that is could be, like, yeah, possibly yeah. Yeah. which. Would yeah. would mean that his voice he would be singing in a lower register, singing which which, yeah. which would make his yeah. voice sound better instantly. And I yeah. think um, you know the the point you were making about uh, well on the back to light the light pod uh, Joe a lot, which was is pretty bloody obvious is that you know he's how loud his vocals are in the mix yep. on that album, mm. whereas on this they are sitting where they should be. So I think if that you know these vocals have been pushed up a wee bit higher in the mix, you might. It might have been just enough to go, aye, you know, aye. but because they're sitting where they should be, yep, um, yeah, you know, it, 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 it it's fine. You're like, aye, okay, cool, mm-hmm. um, and and it, and it does complement his voice because you've got the thickness all around it. Absolutely, that's kind of you know just kind of almost shadowing some of the maybe the the, the slight kind of absolutely, you know, um, problems for want of a better word. I mean, it's, but, um, I, I, yeah. even if Fred, I mean, even if it was Freddie, if the vocals were too high, it would sound weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's just uh, mixed. Yeah. It's ultimately mixed a lot That's more, it. even across the board. This album, definitely. Um, so so far so good. You would say mostly. Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on the album, then we go into the third song, which is China <laughs> Bell. Uh, Paul. <sighs> Fucking hell! We had to start with this. <laughs> Uh, I've actually written here for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, right, well, uh, well, um, Neil Murray's on this. Neil Murray's yeah, on this, yeah. this song. So Neil, Neil and Cozy are on this. Uh, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> you know, at the start I said that there's, you know, there's kind of similarities between this and Back to the Light, and you know we had that terrible song and Back to the Light, and now we've got this. Um, it's it's not quite racist, <laughs> um, but it's certainly misogynistic. It certainly uh, treats women like well objects, basically. No, no, but well, listen, listen. Here's here's a lyric because he said um, she's she 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 got everything you need. Well, you know what I mean. But then he says that, uh, but you, but it's no that. I tell you, but it's no not it, what you're thinking. No, it ain't what you're thinking. She ain't love for sale, so he said, "No, she's no honestly, she's no, she's, she's not, she's she's not, not on the game. Worker. She's not on the game. It's, it's, it's a... uh, and and later on, you could get a better rabbit, but you just can't quit. So a woman's a rabbit, you know. The fuck is a rabbit? Uh, I've never heard a woman, a woman being referred to oh. as a rabbit in my life. 
there's a reference to Tiananmen Square, and yep, I've got a theory a... that the you know the guy with the tank. Yeah. Um, he was actually listening to this song, and he was actually saying to the guy in the tank, "Run over me." Aye, just fucking kill me. I can't me. live after listening to this fucking piece of shit. Uh, yeah, so even it's a, the Tiananmen Square massacre was what 1989, and this is 1998. So I don't, I don't, I don't, as well. But the Chinese are well ahead of us in technology. They obviously invented aye, a fucking yeah, time aye, machine. They went straight to 1998 <laughs> to hear Brian May's second well, solo record and killed, well, <laughs> killed himself. Well, just to come back, I so Paul, I'll let you carry on. Sorry, but uh, just before we, we, you know, you sort of finish up your your points there. Um, well, you had barely started right enough, but, <laughs> but um, well, 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 here you go, right, you know, this is, when Brian writes a, about women, he kind of writes in this vibe a lot. Aye, I've, I've actually got it in my notes, man. Aye. Aye, it's, it, it, rock songs, he seems to, that's his angle. Aye, so it's, um, what's, what's the line here? I'm just looking at the, the lyrics here in the book. She's a lover, she's a fighter, she's a red hot bit. Right. Aye. And then, so he, he can't even commit to saying bits, you know. He, aye, aye, but he pulls himself back, so he, he's not got the he's not not got the balls to actually just stick to his convictions. You see, you know he, I mean? he can't go the full aye, way. If I'm wrong. So, <laughs> you know, so, so that suggests to me that he knows that this is fucking crap. But so, he's like, oh, oh. But, but you know, contrast that with uh, the way he writes about a woman in White Queen, stars of lovingness aye. and her hair. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, she's a red hot bit. <laughs> You know, aye, like 20 aye. years later. It's, it's, uh, it's got zero class, man. <laughs> 25 years later, even. Aye. Zero class. Aye. So anyway, uh, sorry, um, Paul, for interrupting you, but yeah. aye. It's, yeah. it's bad. It's, it's, uh, it's, if you, if you had done maybe a couple of sexual, ref, you know, more uh, egregious sexual references, this could be a, like a fucking Steel Panther song or something like that, you know? Mm. They did one called Asian Hooker, you know. That, oh, so this sake. is, you know, this is skating aye. very close to that. But they're a, but they're a fucking parody a, band, a band, they're a band, 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 yeah, band, you know. Exactly. So, so it's like Brian, what the fuck, you know? Aye. Um, yeah. So, um, it was musical blackface and sexism and uh, <laughs> you know hitting women. So I suppose he's cleaned it up a little bit. It's it's kind of skating towards racism, uh, but it but it's still pretty. Uh, you know, women are, are you know they're not to be trusted. They're fucking this and that and all that. You know, there's there's lots of great rock songs that you know objectify women and all that, but they're good. It's fucking awful. It's terrible. This is one of the abysmal ones for me. So this is this is count one. Yeah, so there you are. It doesn't annoy me as much as it annoys you. It's not a good song by any means. It's oh, really it's not. not it's, man. it's not. Um, so I'm not going to defend it from that point of view. Um, it's kind of interesting because it does what it sounds like an, an Arabian kind of scale he's using aye, on the guitar, but it's it's called China Bell, and it doesn't doesn't evoke anything that makes me think of you know what I would expect Chinese music to sound like, you know, or a Chinese scale or. So I so do you think he thought oh if I, if I do something if I do a Chinese thing here you know like uh, Chinatown by Thin Lizzy you know you know no, what good. they do in the guitars well Rush do it on uh, Passage to Bangkok aye Passage to Bangkok aye. that's that's th- that's Thailand obviously so he's maybe thought oh that that's too on the nose and people think I'm being racist so I'll pull back for there so he's I think he knows that this is a piece of shit, and he's you know. Uh, well, he does. He does. Uh, he does say I met a guy from Abu Dhabi. So maybe, maybe that's his justification for putting like an Arabian kind of 
um, <laughs> bit at the start, you know. We should have a there Chinese bit and an Arabian bit. Instead Aye, of just having days. an Arabian scale. I, I, look, I, looked up to, I looked up what <laughs> Ni Hao meant. Ni Hao. I'll take you to Ni Hao walking to a Chinese ball. Ni Hao's Mandarin for hello, apparently. Oh, so right. I'll take you to hello. That's fucking stupid. Take you That's hello it. walking. Aye. <laughs> Alright then. So he's just put in a Chinese word because it pans or whatever. Scans even. The, the one thing I would give it, if it, see if it didn't have these lyrics, which they are terrible, and, and I think it, it's, it's, it is a wee bit like it's half-hearted, kind of like you said, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's almost yeah. as if it's, you know, we're Fat Bottom Girls. Just commit to it fully. Aye, aye, fat aye, Bottom Girls, is, aye. he's committed 100% yeah. to, yeah. to aye, that aye, vibe, aye. you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether you agree with it or not, but it is, yep. it is full of there. He's went, he's went full hog, but this is just... He, he, it, it's Anyway, right, anyway. We'll probably say enough about the, the lyrics, but if we... If this didn't have it on it, the, I'm not saying it's musically anything special because it's not, it's not, not at all. But the one thing I wrote down here is taking away the vocals and the, and the lyrics. Again, with business before it, you're thinking he's much more focused on guitars though Aye, on this album. Absolutely, yep. 100%. You know, it, it's more mm-hmm. about heavy rock guitars. Where, where, yeah. which, which is kind of like, again back to my original point. At least he's 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 kind of trying. trying. He's kind of trying to get aye. something a bit more vibey going from as a well, musical you know? standpoint. Yeah. Aye. aye, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's not good. I'm I'm not I'm not saying this is a good mm. song. But what it also reminds me of this song, the cross. This could have been on Mad, oh, Bad, aye, and aye. Dangerous to yeah. Know. Yeah. When you actually yeah. hear it, you're like, aye, oh, this could have been on on that yeah. album. There's a couple of songs um, in this. There's another one actually aye. that sounds like it, it sounds like a cross song. It's later on. We'll get to that. But I've actually wrote that in my notes. Aye, so I was going to say, aye, so it's like Cross, you know, she looks good in the, you know, she's got to look good in the shower, kind the of vibes to us, you know what I mean? It's... Aye, in a birthday suit. Aye. Anyway, Jojo, what, can Yeah. <laughs> I can't save this, man. Um, right. Well, for a start, obviously, <clears throat> don't want to labour the whole, you know, the lyrics, because they are shockingly bad, but the whole, take me to China, makes me want, makes... <laughs> That line I've, makes. I forgot about that. But that line, right? Is there a bit in that? I can't even remember that. Aye. Aye. That Take line makes me want to run headfirst into a fire. Like, like an inferno, like a burning building. I just want to run headfirst into a burning building. That's how bad that bit is. It's really, really shite. But, um, right, I, I, I've, I've got some positives, right? Kind of similar to what mm. David said, right? I strip away the subject matter, the vocal melody, the lyrics, the whole shooting match, and just the music, if you just critique it on its music alone, the opening riff is actually pretty cool. Aye. Uh, I like I like the harmony and stuff like that. It's mm. actually a pretty cool riff. And the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, that's actually quite a cool riff as well. The thing that fucks that part up for me is the shitty honky-tonk piano. bam 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 Get that piano out of there, man. It sucks. That Spike? Probably. He's a fucking... He plays on one of the tracks, doesn't he? Spike? Well, well, I, I think it might be Brian, actually, because there's no one credited with playing. Aye, there's nobody. Aye. Um, so, and Brian's credited with keyboards, so it's probably Brian. Right. It, and it doesn't even sound like a real piano either. So, instantly, no, no. It, it's a bad part. It sounds shit. But the actual guitar... You know, there's a little bit of discordance in it, and towards the end of that riff, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, uh, the guitar solo is pretty good, um, but, but I, it, it's like, I actually, you know, like David, you were saying there about the whole rock songs, Brian's really only sings about one of two things when he writes a rock song on his solo stuff, right? It's either um, 
about rocking, right? Or mm-hmm. else it's usually a derogatory uh, lyrics about a woman, right? And he also writes a lot from like Roger, like a teen, almost like a teenager's perspective. Yeah. On yeah. on a girl, like there's a song later on as well. Roger does this as well. I'm like, these cunts are like fifty at this point. Yeah. And they're writing. That's kind of creepy, man. <laughs> they're choosing to write for the point. Yeah. You know. I, I, like a teenager it's strange man it, it's not a mature man's way of looking at love you know what I mean like you think ah, a yeah. guy his age would be able to write if he's going to write a love song he would think he would write it in a more mature fashion not the dross like this shit but I just picks the wrong subject matters for these rock tracks man mm-hmm. for me definitely but yeah, this song's shit we move on then and it changes vibe a wee bit and this is why don't we try again Okay, I'll start things off with this. Um, my original note was I, I don't actually know what I think about this song. I, I couldn't really, I couldn't really agree on what I thought, positive, negative, or otherwise. I guess it was just a wee bit bland when I first listened to it. I just didn't really have much to say or much to, you know, wasn't evoking much. But I've decided, I've decided it's okay. It's okay. It's not, you know, it's nothing special. I, I quite like the pulse and backing thing going mm-hmm. on. I think that's quite. Mm-hmm. Aye. Quite, quite interesting. It's quite soothing. There's a Chris. It quite mm-hmm. you know something soothing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian Grant falsetto on parts is obviously that's nice. kind of really un, good. You know, that's uh, that's unusual for him as well to do that. You know, sounds good uh, too. So it's um, it's kind of you know there's what's the one in Back to the Light that's kind of it's about the. The writer um, guy, the, the, ah, yeah, the, it's kind aye. of it's good. What, those vibes, just one life, just one life. It's, it's similar vibes to aye. that. Maybe not as just good. one life. Maybe a bit darker. Maybe a bit yeah, better. Yeah, you yeah. know, as a song. song but um, but um, but you know, and and this is okay. This is, um, you know, melancholic vibes. You know, can I? You know, I think you know. Joe was saying about if you know when Brian writes rockers, it's usually a couple of things and. And a lot of the time when he writes these kind of songs are kind of about something that's yeah. about about lost, you know, things that have been lost and all that. And listen, right, I'm not, it's not a criticism, it's just, okay, here we go again. Um, but no, I think I think this is okay. It's a decent, decent, decent song. Paul? Yeah, I, pretty much what you, I, almost everything you said there. Um, I wasn't sure what you think of it. At first I thought, ah, this is it's just boring, it's bland, it's, you know... And then there are a couple of lessons and you pick up things like Brian Brian's Brian sings it really well. The falsetto is lovely. Um and it's yeah, it's inoffensive, it's you know, uh it goes on along nicely and and you were right about the backing, the backing is nice, it's j and a lot of the bit, you know, the keyboards and all that, they're not they're un- unobtrusive, they're in I, the background. I agree with that. Yep. They don't interfere, mm-hmm. you know. Um uh, it's all quite tastefully done, you know. Um, I, I, it's, I, it's a nice, it's a nice song. It's not, you know, groundbreaking in any way, but it's, yeah. Uh, uh, Brian and his more reflective side, you know. So if I'd, you know, uh, uh, he's he's a uh, questionable um, uh, ideas about women, and then he's, you know, and a more reflective, and you know. In fact, it's a lot like Roger, isn't it? Roger has a, you know, the, it's a contradictory sexism stuff, and then it's all sl- slow everything down, and it's on, on, on. I think that's a lot to do with the, the multiple songwriters in the cross, though. Ah, it's true. Yeah, ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but aye, aye, it's a, I, I, I do like this song. It's, it's, it's one of the one of the good ones on on this album for me, definitely. Aye, yeah. But aye, for 
from just it washing over me completely to actually, aye, you know, it's, uh, you know, when you actually give it a few listens, it, it, it stuff starts to stick a bit more. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and I think it even just causes wee kind of just, um, wee kind of rim shots, you know, the wee quiet the aye. in the mm-hmm. background, really nice um, on it because it's quite yeah. kind of tasteful percussion on it as well. Sorry, Joe. No, listen, I don't really have that much to say. You guys pretty much said it all there. Um, keyboards I've wrote here are a bit crap. I mean, I agree that they're not overly loud or like in your face, kind of like, you know, some of the songs on Back to the Light was. But again, man, just use a piano, man. It, it, it makes so much more... It just makes it so much more authentic. Do you know what I mean by that? It just sounds real. It sounds like it the way it should. Why use a synthetic piano sound on a keyboard if you can if you know if you're Brian May and you can get a bloody piano to do these parts but but um, I, I caught that these folks I thought his falsetto was really cool and actually made mm. me think it would have been awesome to hear him do a kind of Radiohead style song where he did falsetto for most of it mm. that would have been interesting do you know what I mean because mm. he proved here that he, he, you know that he, his falsetto actually sounds really good so I'm like you know and actually it sounds a bit like Tom York a little bit Aye, it's very similar and there's another song in this where I will get to it that there's an actual I don't know if it's an intentional lift or it's just been an accident it's just coincidence that they sound similar but there's an actual song later on where the melody's exactly like a Radiohead song melody and he sings folks he sings that in a falsetto as well but anyway um, what other stuff yeah I mean it's unoffensive yeah totally um, and the solo he kind of copped out in the solo man because the solo basically is just the chorus melody you know yeah yeah. He could have put a really cool solo in it, and it would. Uh, it's almost like it, the solo was just like, "Aye, that'll do." You know, I can't really be bothered, really. You know, writing a solo for this sort of thing. But aye, that's that's pretty much all I've got to say about it. All right, so um, that's uh, why don't we try again? Um, and we're going to move on. On my way up. I'll go. The central character of this song is someone who's basically a loser, I would say, you know, but has total belief and, you know, a, a kind of insane optimism. And he's going somewhere, you know, man, I'm on my way, kind of thing. So that's what the song was. Like. And again, it became imbued with different things once I got going on the song. It started to be a few other things as well. I'll go first. Right. That's. 100% is the biggest pile of fucking shite on this entire record. Hands down. I've just wrote here, fucking crap. And then, uh, you know, it's this shit kicker meets gospel vibe that he's got going on again, oh, man. What is it with this, this this fucking barn dance piss that he seems to keep getting back to, you know, it's a fucking hoedown or some shit. And it sounds to me like a fucking Trey Parker, Matt Stone piss take song. Aye. Like, it would be like, you know, in like Orgasmo or in fucking uh, basketball or something, you know what I mean? Where one of the characters, you know, is, is a fucking farmer and he starts hitting out with his shit while he's fucking po- poking hay and fucking shooting fucking cannibal cows. Cannibal the musical or something. Aye, cannibal <laughs> the musical or something. <laughs> Aye, it's, 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 this song just is so shit from start to finish. Um, he's one, fought- one of my, see, see my favourite bit, Joe, I, mean, I think probably your favourite bit in the song is... Nobody gonna tell me no. It makes me riled, man. Makes me want to go and get my wife's knitting needles and fuck them into my eyes and my ears. But um, bye. And that, this is this is one of the few occasions where his voice does really great on me on the album. Although you know, for the most part on this album, his album, his voice is good. 
but Jesus Christ, this song sucks balls, man. Strong words there from, from Mr. Joe. Paul? Aye, this is fucking toilet, man. <laughs> toilet. Toilet? Super, that's a shite of superhero ever, toilet, man. <laughs> um, aye, it's, it, it's this musical theatre... Uh, Go down. You can, you know, you can imagine <laughs> folks swinging their arms as they're fucking marching, singing it and all that. And uh, aye, it's it's awful. Um, and I, you know, you you hate to pick a guy, you know, when it, you know when he's he's obviously alluding to he's struggling with his mental health and all that. And if this is the type of stuff that gets him going, then fine. But. I, I don't really want to listen to it because it's, it's, it's for somebody, isn't it? This is aye, for somebody. Aye, somebody listens aye, to this aye. and gets and gets what yeah. Brian was trying to put across, and yeah. they get that, and, and it, they can and feel it, that. And like, for for so, some people looking yeah, in a mirror and saying, "I'm aye. on my way up today. I'm going to fucking do this." Yeah, and all that. That's if that works for you. That's aye, brilliant. man. Whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat or sinks and, your ship. You know. uh this is sinking our ship. <laughs> sinking our fucking ship, man. Our ship is wrecked, man. Um, that, but there's something, there's, so, there's something that's slightly desperate about it as well. Aye, it's, it's like, like a like a frenzied happiness. It's like yeah. a frenzy. You, you were, like, talk, you were yeah. talking about that in the back to the light as well, Joey. It's, it's yeah. forced. Yeah, it's forced. Yeah, forced. Aye, aye. aye. Yeah. Which is um, and it's and it's ways a bit sad as well, I suppose. Eh? Aye, you know, sad. and it's it's about it's a, you know. But tragic in some uh, ways. Like he's screaming to himself back, that he's going to get out of this and all that. When, uh, you know, yeah. Maybe he doesn't feel it. Yep, uh, exactly. The, the backing singers fucking infuriate. Aye, me. rotten. Oh, fucking hell. Aye. Aye. It's, it's, just, <laughs> I, I it's terrible. That, I don't think they're that bad, to be fair. I, I don't think it's their fault. It's just, it's just not a good Aye, song. They're, they're just singing what they're told. Exactly. Aye. And, aye. But it's just a, it's just ah, it's, awful. The whole thing's awful. It's uh, uh, this is the other abysmal one for me. Yeah. It's not awful. No, this is not for me. Um, but yeah, there's, there's another song for me that is that's the worst on it. Um, but it's but in terms of composition, you know, they're they're both, you know, you know, awful for me. But um, aye, on my way up. So then we move on. <laughs> Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Cyborg Terminator Core. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. I'm fascinated with sequences and loops and, and canon and all those things, yes. But this is I mean this is a romp as well, you know. It is <laughs> it was it's a science fiction thing. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun to sort of put the robot's point of view for a change, you know, and, and the robot's emotions, and that's where it started. You know, you can f again, you can find other stuff in there because the robot's like the rest of us, you know. Well, this one is anyway. <laughs> right. So <laughs> we've got Cyborg. So Cyborg uh, features Taylor Hawkins. First Taylor Hawkins that plays yeah. the drums on this. This was the this was the only one I'd heard on the album. That, again, obviously we said they you know he played a few songs on the live set that I can't remember. Never listened to since kind of thing. But the reason I heard Cyborg, this is you know Joe was alluding to this at the start. The reason I heard this song was because it was on a Guitar World CD. Um, oh, you remember right. you used to get CDs with it, and it'd be like you know uh, that month's releases or whatever, and it was on that. And I remember being like a bit surprised at it because of obviously the nature of the song and you know. 
Um, and I, and I, I found out just today that um, it was you know he was influenced by a computer game he was he was doing some music for or something. Aye, was I, to do with, I thought aye. that was the case. I aye, aye robots, but. I also think he's been like listening to Fear Factory as well. Aye, man. totally. <laughs> I, I, I wrote Fear Factory yeah. in my in my notes because Fear Factory <laughs> were massive at this point. Absolutely, you know. And for those of you that that are, don't know who Fear Factory were, they were a, they were a, they were very big in the late nineties. They were they were a metal band. They were you know the the critics used to dub them Terminator Metal, you know, and this kind of stuff because everything was really precise and locked in, and it was it was it was very mechanical sounding. Mechanical, exactly. It was all about usually about machines and things like that and you know futures and all the rest of it so um i would be very surprised if he's not got a bit of a vibe off of this because even with the kind of the growly vocals and all that you know that's in fear factory as well as clean vocals and all the rest of it and the binary riff the you know you know it's it's that's very fear factory-esque Um, which I think is cool. I think if that, if that, you know, because I know the guy liked his metal and stuff. You know, he's a Pantera fan. You know, through the nineties, I don't know how big, maybe not a big Pantera fan, but certainly liked him. Enough to put Dimebag's picture on the screen in their their um, musical um, about all the people that you know died. Aye, and, totally, aye. You know, so so obviously, re- you know, heavy like properly heavy music did resonate with uh, Brian in the nineties. So. So I yeah just to just to kind of it's so it's kind of this is this is like a total departure for the entire album. It's like just this is a one off and and it's a kind of shame because I would quite like to get shame, a bit more um, of this stuff for yeah. for, for, a, for a variety of reasons. Aye, for and the comedy, exactly. I mean this this isn't good, but I no. fucking love it. Aye. <laughs> Aye. I fucking I, I fucking I've, magic, I've, I've but, actually, but it's no good. Aye. I've actually wrote Aye. here. I've actually wrote here. This is shit. <laughs> But it definitely gets a pass. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's fucking magic because it's just it's it's do you know what fair play to you again. Aye, it's back to that you made an attempt. You know we're mm. big metal fans. We know what aye, when what, it's done right. Aye, when it's done right, and this isn't necessarily done right, but the efforts. Aye, are, yep, aye, hundred percent. You know to move forward and and listen all a lot of guitar that did you know that he fucking he started that shit and it's just it's came full circle and he's almost like claiming it back a wee bit you know so yeah how i feel about it him and roger invented industrial metal with machines machines exactly right he did that it's just fuck he's he's attempting something metallic and um Guitar orchestration bit in the middle is really cool. That do 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 The tapping's really no great. It's it, it sounds shite. Labor, and it's, it's a bit like, and it goes on too long. It's, and it's better than the solo and resurrection. Uh, oh, that ah, would be fucking hard though. Um, <laughs> that give me a fucking headache listening to that. <laughs> 
Um, I think it's the thing about it is you know you you talked about Paul you talked about like China Bell being kind of half-assed you know commit mm. or, or, or don't you know one of these two mm. but I think with this he's committed he's Aye. went like full hog yeah. he's went t- totally yep. heavy metal on it and and I think yeah. for that fair play to him you know and Aye. and and uh, I, I, it, again it's not a good song but I, I just I just like it it's got balls you know and you're thinking yeah. well it, again fair play to Brian anyway I agree 100% I like the fact that you know he, he, at this point he's an aging rock star guy, you know, and he's mm. obviously that this clearly shows that he's he's been listening to modern heavy metal and obviously mm. enjoys it, and I get a little bit of a kick for that. I must admit, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, somebody like Brian, you know, is into into metal and stuff. That you know, that, that means something to me. As weird as it sounds, why why would another guy's musical taste have an effect on me? But it does. It kind of makes me smile. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I mean. Uh, where do I start? I mean, the, the song structure is totally fucked. I mean, it's really it's 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 badly it's badly Absolutely. structured. It's really badly structured. But the but you know the parts the, the parts in themselves aren't necessarily bad parts. They're just put together in a kind of weird jumbled hmm. mess of yep. a way. And how would that? I think even the way the way it starts, it's almost like the way it starts is kind of you've got into that kind of. Fast, but too Aye. early. Let it then maybe go into that Aye. later. It's almost like it up more. Yeah, it's, it's it's like you've Aye. put everything in too quick at the start or something. Aye. Aye. Like, you he's know, rushed. He's, he's put too many Aye. parts, jumbled them all at the start instead of spreading yep. it yep. out more, making it more even. Mm. I think. Mm. And I would have fucking loved to have heard Freddie sing this, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I was just Aye. pissing myself laughing, thinking like <laughs> Freddie just rocked this Aye. fucking Fear Factory inspired nonsense. Rip, rip exactly his lungs out singing it. But man. I, Freddie singing amazing. this would have been fucking off Aye. the charts, right, man. man. It would have been amazing Aye. for for all the wrong reasons, right enough. But but uh, I mean, I can't put the boot into this because I agree. I mean, you know, the cyborg voice parts. See if he didn't do those. I mean, I know they've got charm and they're funny, but they're not meant to be funny. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like, kind of like, uh, what you call it, body language. You know, it's cool, has charm, but it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be funny. Same yeah. sort of vibe with this. So if he even just not did that, and just had that riff on its own, it like part because the riff's cool. Cause he he would have got away with just that being that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but obviously, kind of, yeah. Uh, again, you know, you could have, you had something cool here, and you kind of just pushed it a wee bit over the cheese. Over the cheese cliff, but I, I, I actually fucking love the bits. No, <laughs> like, listen, man, for all the right reasons, I, but you know, I, but I, 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 I know, know what you're saying. It's not meant to be funny. I know what you're mean. I, I know what you're meaning. I like them. Aye, I aye. like them as well. I, I'm not saying I don't like. What, I like them, so, but but, they're, I know, but I if, I'm, saying, if I'm looking aye. at it, it's I, like. I, I, a song, I it's something that, that's actually you aye. know, I no laughable basically. Aye, like aye, if he had aye, the, aye, if he yeah, didn't yeah. have those parts in it, it wouldn't be laughable. But that yeah, kind of yeah, makes yeah. it laughable. But I don't hate it or anything like that, man. And you know. I like it, and I didn't know Taylor Hawkins played drums on it, so that's pretty cool, man. Um, and I, and another thing as well, going back to you know, at least this has actual guitar work in it. It has yeah, riffs. Absolutely. It's not yeah. just chords like back to the yeah, light, yeah. you know, with him squealing over the top. It actually has rhythm. It has a rhythm, mm. you know, like definitely, you know, structured riffs. Uh, and as funny you should say about the computer game, because I've thought here, I've got here, it sounds like a kids cartoon theme. And I'm thinking, uh, Brian is yeah, excellent at this. Is this a missed opportunity after Queen? Could he have got into uh, doing just theme, theme tunes for kids' things? Because he would have been fucking brilliant at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whether that's a backhanded compliment, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, 
but maybe a wee bit of a missed opportunity because he seems to be good at writing these type of things, and that would have made the Cobra Biffles are broke to be That would have made those parts more sense. sense. Uh, yeah, Aye, yeah. if it was in a kid's I, TV show well, or something. I mean, listen, the guitar solo in the Thundercats theme, man. That's it's excellent. Man. Better, man, Thundercats you know? is a good tune, man. <laughs> exactly, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking right. But um, oh. I, I'm not going to go on about this, man. I, I, it's got charm, man, and I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Paul, yeah, I, I, I fucking love this. This might, this might actually be my favourite solo Brian May track. Aye, <laughs> all of them. Imagine how laughable for like people that love back to the light so much. Like, <laughs> that comment right there, Cyborg's you know, the best I, thing. I, 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 I don't give a fuck. No, uh, listen, listen, mate. Fair play, I, man. I fucking love this. I, I love big dumb heavy metal anyway. Aye, probably aye, more yeah. than you two guys. <laughs> you know, I love no, Loch Ness. Fucking Judas Priest and Aye, that's all shit, mate. That's, 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 have a word with yourself, big, mate. That's that's big dumb heavy metal and all. No, it's long Aye, drawn that, out shit heavy metal. It's I, I, and I take I, I take both your points about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of daft and all that, and but that's but heavy me, metal that's, that's heavy metal. That's and and it's done with if you do it with conviction, you can pull it off, and it, and that's what he does here, and he's. I, I, Everything, even his voice aye, is good. His voice it? is, or his, his voice, voice is, is good, great aye. Because yeah, it's buried as well. Yeah, at the right yeah, level yeah. in the mix. Again, what David said, if and I had been popped it, up, it would have sounded bad. And, and his delivery, it's, it's dripping with attitude and all that. It's, uh, uh, you know, the, and the urgency and all that. The way oh, I like that. I don't brilliant. want to. Aye, that part's cool. I really like that. The guitar works fucking amazing as well. But, you know, I think you were saying, David, that at the start, I built built it up more. You know, you, know you, you can put space in here, mm-hmm. and it, it's all it's all good. Kind of cluttered know? at the beginning. Yeah, um, I, I I fucking love this. This Aye. is this is easily the best thing on this album, and it's and for me at the moment, unless anything changes, this is the best thing for me he's ever done <laughs> since leaving Queen. There you are. Oh, you know fair play, man. Aye. 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 fucking love it, man. I've never, I've never actually thought about that, but listen, let's hear fucking it for this. Let's hear it for a cyborg to rub you out. <laughs> <laughs> you never get out. Out. one out. Aye, <laughs> what about cyborg? Jazz looks like man. Is it battery acid? Aye, it's like <laughs> luminous. Well, well, Brian said this was. Uh, it was for, you know he, he wrote this from the robot's point of view. A robot almost want to become human and definitely human, for your know, factory so, vibes. So, uh, exactly, man. But I'd, I'd say that. I mean, they already did that. Machines, you know, very machines true. Are back to humans, well, and then, well, and I kind of way, and I kind of way, no, completely. But so it could be like machines part two of this. I, I definitely like think it is. I think for your, the reason I think Fear Factory is definitely. And if we we'll see that, <laughs> effect start, start, <laughs> Fear Factory uh, did totally, that all the time. Man. Aye, that's totally. what makes me think it's definitely totally. inspired by Fear Factory. It, it definitely is. I mean, and, and that, that's the thing. Metal, even since Back to the Light, had changed a lot in the nineties. You know, it's. Mm. Um, and I don't mean new metal and all that. That 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 was happening. Aye, aye. Later. But, aye, but in terms later. of in terms of like what you call metal, you know, proper metal, you know, yep. um, it changed. You know, like bands like Pantera, Machine, Machine Head, Head, you know, Fear Factory, Factory, all these bands, you know, uh, coming through. So it, it had changed a lot since he released Back to the Light. Oh, so aye. it's kind of interesting mm. that he, you know, like I said, it 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 definitely had a wee listen and thought, yeah. mm, I'll have some of this, you know. I think his son was it Jimmy was a big Jimmy. influence on a lot of the metal stuff. Ah, he was a metalhead. Yeah. Aye, 
He was a guy. Yeah, I think he entered just to see Pantera. Pantera. That's right. Aye, yeah, aye. Yeah, Hammersmith Odeon. That would have been cool, man. Imagine looking up to see Brian May in the crowd. That would have been awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> With a big hair fucking shaking. Putting, putting crazy, man. Aye, one million, Brian's one million, man. <laughs> right, Cyborg. Ah, so I don't know for you now, man. man. <laughs> After Cyborg, go home, man. Hi, this is Peter Hintz, and you're listening to In the Lap of the Pods, Queen podcast. When I first heard them, I thought, what a bunch of tossers. They'll never make it. I was right. So next song is The the Governor. This this features uh, Jeff Beck. I started to sort of sculpt the song, and I thought, wouldn't it be nice if it was kind of in some way about Jeff, who is the governor in our area, and there's a sort of metaphor there as an analogy. You know, there's always the kid in the area that everyone goes, you know, don't go near him kind of thing. So Jeff is that kind of guy, you know, it's like, don't even think of it, you know. <laughs> and um, so this, and I got Jeff into play. I actually plucked up the courage to say, Jeff, is he playing on my track? And he said, yeah, and he loved the track, which I was thrilled about. Came down here and played and did some great stuff, some outrageous bits and pieces. But he said, Brian, I'm not really happy. I need to take it away and think about it and do, do my stuff at home, which is, tends to be what I do, actually, very often. So I said, fine. And about a year later, I'm going, uh, Jeff, <laughs> anything happened to that track? And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 no, 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 I'm really doing it. No, I really love it, but I haven't got around to it. You know? So um, I, was, I was crossing my fingers and hoping that he would come back. And I think two days before we were due to deliver the album to EMI, finally, I got the stuff back from Jeff. And it was very, very great. He'd, he'd done some more stuff at home and pieced it all together. The Governor, um, Paul, kick us off. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I like this one. It's all right. And it's like a, a common thing and kind of blues and all that for somebody to pay tribute to another artist, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh Riding with the King, Eric Clapton did for BB King. Uh, obviously, Gary Moore did stuff for for Albert King and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 this is uh, this is the the governor doing one for the governor. It's a bit confusing because I thought Brian was the governor. <laughs> I thought he was self referencing himself. the governor. Uh, but I, I've I've got to say the first time I listened to it, I I, I had I didn't I've got the CD, but I didn't look at it so. You didn't um, know it's right awake or thing. Or I don't know, yeah. and I, and I'm like, that sounds like Jeff Beck. I was like, is it? Is Brian doing Jeff Beck? You know, because it's, it's, it's Jeff, stuff, uh, so he's doing yeah, Jeff Beck face uh, you know, as well. Jeff yeah. Beck face, um, and then I obviously read, read the liner. All oh, right, okay, it's it's actually Jeff Beck, um, because you know the 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 whammy bar stuff that he does and all that. You know, um, I it's good, it's good, to, uh, and. For fuck's sake, it's good to hear Brian playing with someone of his stature. Aye, exactly. Aye, some cheese ball. Kerry Ellis and Adam Lambert and all that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's someone his equal. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what he should be doing. And, and that's it. You know, it kind of makes me sad in a, a lot of ways. Aye, he undersells you himself. Playing, you should be playing with these guys. No fucking... Because he's a legend, the, man. The, the absolute dross that you've been yeah, doing. He could play it. Brian oh. May could have the handpick anybody. 
and in yeah. the rock world, anybody, and they would, they would say, yeah. I'll play on your record, and I, yeah, you know, later years yeah. he's picked absolutely fucking nobody's. And 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 to hear the two of them trading licks, it's it's fucking yeah. I I, I mean that this is this is what you know. I, I love this shit, you know. So I'm I, I I love this track, you know. It's 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 aye, it's great. It's not. It's just two guys playing blues licks to each other, but that's, I like that shit. So I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, Joe. Aye, this is totally unoffensive. That 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 you know this this is. Guys having funny. Aye, man. It, it, aye. It's, I've wrote here. It's it's stock as fuck. I oh, mean, aye, aye. Aye. it's aye. To, it's basically a, it's a vehicle for Jeff Beck and Brian May to play guitar. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's, it yep. You know the riff's pretty standard rock blues. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I. It's good. That, it's good that they kind of wrote a song though. That they could have just done a blues standard or something like that. Aye, you know, aye. played over that. You know, it's and there are covers on this album anyway. But aye. it's good that they actually, you know, they went to the trouble of eating something. You know, absolutely. Yeah. But I've wrote here. Uh, this is this is one of the songs that I wrote. I could hear the cross on a cross record. Oh, besides the guitar solos, but the the vibe of it and stuff like that. I just thought it was very cross uh, because the cross are very stock rock and this is yeah. in exactly the same lane as that kind of stuff totally non-offensive um you know and the the the, the line uh, the, you know <laughs> don't look uh what is it don't look for a, a way to catch his ass this guy is cooking with a red hot can of gas do you know what <laughs> now that i know that's about jeff beck it isn't sad but i thought it was kind of sad beforehand ah, yeah, yeah, but now that i know it's about jeff i don't i actually think it's actually the line's okay it's quite funny it's humorous and stuff like that yeah yeah um, yeah. I, I, it's harmless, man. It's totally harmless. We we shift on, and we go to wilderness. This is track number eight. Uh, George, you want to start us off with wilderness? This is one of the ones like uh, you know I was listening to because I've listened to this album about, about four or five times, um, and initially I kind of thought. I was kind of like you with one of the other tracks. Can't remember what one it was. I was kind of like, how do I feel about this? But they actually, the more I listen to this, I, this is this is actually a pretty decent tune. I'd maybe go as far as to say this is actually one of the this this might be the best song on it for song. me. Uh, actually, as a cohesive a piece of work, where where mm-hmm. nothing in this is glaringly wrong or or kind of you know nothing pops out in this song that makes me go, ah oh, fuck, what did you do that for or anything like that. Um, at the acoustic lick at, you know at the beginning it's really really nice it's really really Aye. cool piece of guitar work um, his voice is cool and this is the other one reminds me of Radiohead as well this the yeah, see if you guys know the part it's the da, 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 da. there's a Radiohead song that does that exact same melody and I can't fucking remember what one it is but it's exactly I need, I need to listen to the song back to yeah, try and because every, every time yeah. I listen to it, that part I just it just took me to a Radiohead song in my head and he does falsetto I believe as well so that also compounded the fact that, that he did that, uh, the same melody probably by pure coincidence do you know what I mean but um, I've wrote here the, the rock middle section. I've, in fact, I've said that nothing really ruins this song. I wouldn't say this ruins it, but the rock the, it kind of rocks up a little bit when the guitars come in. It's a little bit like, why did you do that, man? It, again, it kind of almost slightly takes you out of it a little bit. Where I was thinking, man, just keep this shit, keep the fucking the grim train on the rails here, man, because I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the grim uh, and the melancholy, and then it, it's almost like he's. He, he's pulling himself back well this oh no i'm too i'm too grim i need to put this 
bit in that you know that brings some sort of light to the song when I don't think it was needed at all. Um, and the solo again, it kind of just uses the verse melody. It's a wee bit lazy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But it's not bad. It's not by no means is it bad. And it does vary up a little bit towards the end of the solo. I believe he does a little wee kind of a little flourish on the guitar that, that's actually that's a wee, really there's a wee nice. Kind of sweet yeah. pick. Yeah, but it does a really, 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 really nice. nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. but no man, that that this in fact I'm being a bit harsh with the kind of bit I'm saying the rock part. You know the bit I'm talking about with the kind of ah, kind of rap stuff for the solo and stuff. It like really that. Yeah, doesn't yeah. ruin it, man. This this is a good song. I could I could you know honestly say this is a a good tune. Um, I, I agree. I think the, the guitar arpeggios that I, I put down are tasteful. They're really kind of, you know, um, they're not. And again, we talked about how Brian doesn't really do arpeggios, so that was kind of interesting to hear him actually yeah, picking, yeah. Out, yeah. picking out chords for a change. Um, really nice sound as well, you know, and, he, and he's went with a, an actual acoustic guitar sound instead of this awful electro thing. acoustic, uh, you know, thing. I. Um, the the, the, the kind of synth piano, do 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 do. Pretty cool. If, Cool, but again, on a real piano would have just, Aye, just have made it a wee bit more, but with a wee bit better. But it's, but it's not not the worst. I've heard a lot worse than you know in synthetic sounds and that. I do really like the the synth stabs. The Aye, bong. Things. Aye, the Aye, they're excellent. Thing. They're quite dark. Really, really, I really cool. I quite like that. Um, the solo, I have, I have seen it's really restrained, but it does follow the melody. Um, it's maybe a wee bit long, just a wee bit long. Um, I think it maybe you can maybe shave about a minute off this. I think, um, but I, 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 I think I agree with you. I think this is this is, I probably if you're talking about an actual song, an actual composition, and it's it's probably the best on it. I, um, but cyborg rules. Aye, cyborg <laughs> till the end, mate. Rising for the ashes, the humanity, right, mate. To rub you out, mate. Right, mate. To rub one out, <laughs> never get out. To rub one out. Oh, <laughs> well done this. Well done this. Uh, I, I've got to admit, but first maybe two, three times I heard this, uh, like uh, whatever, you know, kind of, kind of bland and boring. Um, I don't, I don't. Uh, uh, it's not even that. It's not a proper piano. I don't even like the piano bit at the start. I don't oh, know. Oh, interesting. Just, oh, okay. Uh, well, you're wrong, mate, because it's good. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants fucking cyborgs to rub him out, man. That's I, man, <laughs> rub one out. I, 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 I want to go back to the cyborg, man. Uh, but it, it's, <laughs> just, I, it, just, after cyborg, I just started putting the vocals in all his songs, even these <laughs> wee songs and stuff, they're really quiet ones. Go this Basically, I, he should have tied it in like, like he's walking about in the world. He should have tied it in when he's walking about in the wilderness and the cyborg comes out a fucking patch of trees and just lasers his fucking legs off. To rub you out. Legs off. But it's all right. It's nice nice to hear the kind of classic Brian May guitar harmony coming in and out. Aye, Coming in and out at various points. That was nice. Um, aye, it's 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 all right. It's I, I wouldn't. Um, I think you two guys like it more than I do. Um, it's okay. Uh, uh. that's fair enough. Um, but no, aye, nice track, nice track. Um, number nine. Actually, sorry, I was just going to say the lyrics. Right. The lyrics are actually okay in it as well. They are. I was reading them there. Aye, yeah. that's they're quite yeah. nice. Aye, there's nothing. They're decent. 
And the thing is, they're not too obvious. They're not weird. on the nose. It's kind of either they're hard to kind of decipher. Aye, they're quite abstract. Aye, aye, aye. aye. Certain, certain lines anyway. Some of it's a, a bit basic, you know, finding your way home, wilderness child. It's pretty obvious, but aye, some of it, you know. But um, aye, no, I agree with you on that one. But definitely. So we move on to this um, sort of trivium of covers. Um, so we start off with Slow Down, then there's One Rainy Wish, and then there is All the Way to Memphis, or All the Way, no, it's not All the Way to Memphis, is it? it's All the Way from Memphis, sorry. All the Way from Memphis. Um, so let's let's go back then. So Slow Down is a Larry Williams song. And uh, right, I'm going to come to Paul because Paul's the kind of guy that's one of the blues rock and roll historian, if you want to call him, than Mean Joe. So um, how's this for you? It's all right. It's well played. It's but it's pub rock stuff. It's it's not, you know what I whatever. Just for that insight, uh, Joe. Aye. <laughs> Aye, I mean, I, I didn't even know this was a cover, man. So <laughs> my notes are quite funny because I've wrote I, I've wrote here. Why is he writing from the fucking perspective of a teenager? Oh, obviously, it makes sense because it's an old rock and roll song. You know what I mean? Always about teenagers and shit. Mm-hmm. But um, man, it, it, if it's you know, what demographic is this aimed at? It's aimed at guys his age, as obviously. Yeah, probably. So I mean, yeah. they probably get a kick out of hearing them. Guys with boot, boot cut, cut jeans and brown shoes. Aye, exactly, and 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 wigs because they're fucking bald. <laughs> but um, I I mean I, I can't I can't relate to this because it's totally out with, you know. My, what's the word I'm, what am I trying to say here it's rock and roll obviously he's done an up to date rock and roll song and it is what it is I, I don't actually have anything else to say about it I, I, I suppose it's it's good for what it is I, I mean, I'd, I've done it. I've done it have a hell of a lot of notes. To be honest, it's. I've, I've, he does sing it pretty well. Aye, well, his voice. This is one of the ones. His voice is excellent. This is. Aye, aye, that's true. Aye. Yep, yep, totally, really, really yeah. gritty on it kind of thing. And uh, as we alluded to earlier, um, let's get let's get plenty of energy. They play it. It's played really well. Um, I actually listened to the original uh, version of it as well, and um, the original version seems to have a lot of sax in it, and the, the kind of the drone mm. of the sax. He, Brian's obviously just substituted that with a guitar, just ringing out chords and stuff. Um, and the original, the original versions, I would say probably you know you could say twelve bar blues, but it's more of a rock and roll vibe to me when I hear the original Aye, version. Totally. Um, and it's yeah. and it's no very there's, there there is not a lot of difference between the two in fairness in terms of you know, what Brian's done with it. Um, Aye, aye, uh, f- fair enough. Um, fair enough. I think that's that's all I could say about this. It's it, it's not bad. Definitely not bad. Um, uh, and you've got Spike Edney on this song, and uh, Jamie Moses, who was his live guitarist, he plays a guitar solo on it. Um, all right, we we shift on to One Rainy Wish, which is, um, as most of you will probably know, is a Jimi Hendrix song on Axis Bold as Love. Somebody asked me to do a tribute to Hendrix, and I think they asked me to do something like uh, Burning the Midnight Lamp or something, I thought, oh, please, how can I possibly do it when it's been done perfect by the master? So I said, can I choose my own track? And they said, okay. So I chose One Rainy Wish because I think it was done very quickly by Jimi Hendrix. It's something he just he put down in 10 minutes, and, and the lyric, I think, is genuinely a dream. Um, 
that's the way I hear it. And I, I've written stuff from dreams before, and I think Hendrix had this dream. And you know, it sounds like golden rose. Everybody thinks it's a golden rose, like ro a rose made of gold. But there is a little scrap of paper which is in one of the Hendrix biographies where he's written down his dream. He says, gold and rose, the color of the dream I had. And so I thought, that's what it's about. You know, it's about these colors. And it's, it always sends shivers up my spine because it's so real. It's like he drifts off into his dream. So I, I wanted to recreate that and make it a bit more spacey in the modern way you can do with production and stuff. Um, so I just really enjoyed doing it, and it's a big challenge doing a Hendrix song. Um, I, I, I think we said it before with Foxy Lady on Mad Bad, wasn't it? Um, when you hear, a, you hear someone covering Jimi Hendrix, you just think, shit, I should listen to Jimi Hendrix more. Uh, so I think I put Axis Bold Love Bold as Love on when I heard this. Um fair play to Brian for not going for an obvious one. You know, it's not Foxy Lady or fucking Voodoo Child or whatever. You know, fair fair play to him. And it's a lovely song. He's got one over on Roger immediately for picking something interesting. Aye. Yeah. Aye. You know, he put Foxy Lady on yeah. and I know you could say, yeah. alright, it was probably the other band members, but at the end of the day it's your band, mate. It's a democracy and all this piss. You could have said no, it's too obvious, it's too on the nose, we're not having it. Aye. Um yeah. but uh, but Brian's yeah. actually doing something, a deep cut on on, yeah. on an album, you know, yep. so fair play. And uh, and, and 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 it's nice, it's it's it, it does a good version. Aye. Um out of the three covers here, this is the one I I would have kept. You know, I wouldn't have put three covers on an album for a start. Nah, it's too much. Um, well, I think that was the original idea. I think he was. It was when it he was going to do a covers album. Do a covers yeah. album, so I think. Yeah. Aye. Um, but that, aye, it, it's very, it's very nice, and uh, um, and you know, it's a beautiful song, and and Brian, but aye, he does it justice. You know, there's nothing here that I would say, oh my god, fuck, you know. Um, even even kind of slightly changes the the kind of intro, but mm -hmm. um, <laughs> almost to the extent it sounds a little bit like uh, that fucking Oasis song, Champagne Supernova. The way that starts, you know, oh, right. kind of harmonics. I, I, I wouldn't know, mate. Know that. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a great, great song, man. Should give him a clean your ear. Aye, aye, it does it justice, and. Uh, Aye, if you're going to do a cover, make it a, make, make it interesting, you know, do a deep cut, and this is, aye, and this suits Brian, this suits his vibe and all that, slightly melancholy and all that kind of stuff, yeah, very good, very good indeed, yeah. Aye, I think he, the only thing about it, I think he takes, you know, the, the bit of the kind of psychedelia that's in the original one, doesn't he really translate aye, yep. aye, in the Brian aye. version? Yeah. Um, you know the way he does with Jimmy uh, for obvious reasons because um, Jimmy's a fucking alien aye totally no, was the human right uh, I, I really like the mix on this actually because cause the, the drums in the background are really big sounding but they're, they're, they're far away they've been mic'd yeah. far away you know um, yeah. uh, uh, which which actually adds a wee bit, bit to it in my opinion Um he shouldn't have done the narration bit though. That, aye, the that, narration's bad. Oh, that's really that's that just that just doesn't work. Is the kindest mm. thing I can say about it. But this is I, I agree with you, Paul. This is okay. Um, Joe, is there anything further to add? Nah, not really. Um, Paul and you just basically said everything I was going to say. It's pleasant enough. Um, you know, no, nothing's you know glaringly bad about it or anything like that. Um, 
again, I think his voice uh, sounds really good in this. The irony is mm-hmm. that some of his best vocals are on some of these covers. Ah, yeah, true. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been nice to have, you know, hear him pushing the grit a little bit more on some of the rock tracks. Um, not to say that he sings, we've, you know, we've praised his vocals on these rock numbers pretty much on this record and said he's, he's far better than he was on um, Back to the Light. But I, I don't really have much else. The narrative bit's, aye, really bad. Really, really bad. Do you know, I was thinking as well, I was like, see if he did the narrative bit and he even did it in his own accent, it would have maybe have been, it would have, it's that really bad, fake, phony American accent. You'll take me to China, and all, you know, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, Roger Waters didn't have to do that, you know what I mean? You know, he still, he still you know, sounded I, English, whereas he's kind of losing his identity a little bit here. You know, if you're going to do a spoken word part, try and do it your own accent, you know, kind of sounds a lot better, more authentic. Yep. Well, I suppose talking about uh, spoken bits, you've got Ian Hunter on this next song doing a spoken bit. Um, so uh, the next song is All The Way From Memphis. Um, it's a Mott the Hoople cover from 1973. The first proper gig we had as Queen, we supported Mott the Hoople, which was a brilliant stroke. Uh, it was the best thing that could possibly have happened to us. We were doing a few small gigs around England, but really not getting incredibly far. I mean, there was a sort of reputation building up, but what we did was go out with Mott the Hoople, who had the proper audience already there. You know, they'd worked on their audience, they had it, they had it down, and anyone who was into sort of state-of-the-art rock and roll at the time would have been there, so they saw us, which was just the best thing that could happen. I saw Mott the Hoople play this song all around England and all around the States, and it was a storm every night. It was something exemplary, you know. To see an audience erupt and react that way to that song, I wish it was still possible to see Not The Hoople do that. But I'm going to do it, which is why I put it on the album, because I damn well want to play that song live. I just love it so much. It, when I was listening to this, I mean, I, I, when I heard it, I didn't realise I knew it. Because um, I'm not, I'm not, mm. I don't really, I'll be honest, I don't really know much about Not The Hoople. Yeah, really neither before. do I. Um, other than the, you know, what I know. And um, I was it I heard this, I was like, oh, I know this song, you know, um, the, even from the, the Brian May cover. And remember we did the, remember we did the From the Inside um, podcast, you know, the Alice Cooper. Aye, I've, <laughs> Alice Cooper I've wrote here, it sounds like Alice aye. Cooper, the start especially. Aye, aye, or, or Alice is sounding like more, yes, to aye. be honest, you yeah. know, probably, you yeah. know. I don't think we checked, you know, we, we we made a few comparisons on that podcast, um, but mm. I think that's uh, you know having heard this now and you know I went back yeah. listened to the original again. I, that's weird because I've wrote Alice Cooper in yeah, my aye, notes. Totally, yeah. uh, it's, it's, uh, I think Alice has been definitely been a Mott fan as well. But um, uh, it's it's okay. I mean, Co- the, when Cozy speeds up and he puts the double kicks in, it, it's quite interesting. Something a wee bit different, you know. So obviously Cozy just flexing these kind of muscles a wee bit on it. Um, uh, it's okay. I, I again. I just I don't know. Is there any point? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think if it see if he even had peppered the the covers throughout the album, but having three in a trot, that's just fucking mm. silly. Se- silly sequencing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think. Um, but I agree. Um, this I it is what it is sort of thing. And I have. I like. I, said, I didn't even know this was a Mott the Hoople song. I just thought this was Brian doing his own thing. Um, but the you know it's funny because you know the the guitar solo and the piano is going underneath the guitar solo and stuff like that. totally reminded me of getting the ring. 
by Guns N' Roses, <laughs> man. It totally, it reminded me of Usual Illusion style Guns N' Roses when they started getting into the piano being played a lot while solos were getting played. So it uh, totally, yep. totally reminded me of getting the ring. <laughs> Even if you're Ian Hunter narrating bits, not because I, 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 I was into that. Exactly, <laughs> I could have been that as well, but I, I just had that sort of... Even kind of production-wise, it sounded similar as well. Aye, aye. aye, aye. Oh, in fairness, and I think with the, and obviously with getting the ring, you've got the live audience at the top of this as well. That could have been subconsciously uh, no, in my as well. I think it could be a lot. Aye, aye. Aye, reminded you. Aye. Getting the ring's a great tune, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's, it's, it's ah, funny. It's, ah, it's definitely good. Funny shit. Um, is, is Paul? Ah, uh, it's all right, isn't it? It's whatever. I'd, uh, if Ian Hunter's there, get him to sing it because it's his song. I know. Uh, I probably been a lot. Yeah, uh, Ian Hunter, because you know he's not the greatest singer in the world, but he's got he's recognisable. He's got charm, and it's his fucking song. So let him sing it. Mm. Rather You're than giving them a part, aye, you know. Anyway, aye, but aye, whatever. It's aye. I'm, I'm, uh, uh. Okay, we move on to the last song, which is the the title track, Another World. I think a lot of people will identify because I think, in a, to some extent, we all live in our dreams. Um, I think there are many people who who see a parallel universe for themselves. They think if this hadn't happened, I could have been doing this, and I could have been here doing this I could have been with this person and I think it's something that, that occupies quite a bit of our thought a lot of the time it's secret thoughts it's things we can't talk about you know and um, so I began to think it was an important song and I thought in the end that this is more what the album's about than anything in a strange way so it became the sort of theme of the album and it became the title of the album too I'll, I'll start things off. This is the worst one on it for me um, because this could be like a Christy Bar song or something. It is, <laughs> it is absolutely abysmal. This is this is Agreed. so bad, so bad. <laughs> it's that musical yep, crap, that, that, that kind of posh fucking ballad pish, yep. you know. Yes. Um, it's And even the obligatory Spanish guitar solo. I mean, come on, man. How fucking cliche are you gonna be on this? You know, um, this is offensive to me. This is this is the only one on this whole album that really gets my fucking blood going in um, the wrong way, mm. in the wrong sense. Um, on my way up, it's just fucking naive pish. It's just you know, what is this? Honestly, what it actually annoys me that he <laughs> yeah. thinks this really, is mate. Good. I would have never guessed. It's. I mean, just fucking wild. I mean, all right, okay, right. Let's 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 compare it, right? Okay, um, let's compare it, right? What do you think about uh, too much love will kill you? No, none of us are a fan of that song. Oh, it's better than this, but but there's melody in that song. There's there's mm. things. There's catchy elements to Aye, it. There's, there's, some, there's you something know, there. Right? There's there's, mm. there's elements to it. You're thinking, right? But we don't like the song as a whole. Mm-hmm. This, this has not got anything. There's nothing about this. It is so generic. It's like beyond generic. Aye. Um, could this could have, been like, aye, could have been like... Aye. Could have been 1984 Christy Burr song, you know, that fucking mm. went to number 18 or something and fell out of charts again. You know, it, it is... It is... I actually... I'm so annoyed with it. I'm not even picked out anything musical about it, man. Um, Just so, wrote hate. Just the well, big I've, word hate right aye, on it. I've just put it as, as, as original as a glass of water. And that's what it is. It's, it's, there's nothing nothing to this. It's bland. It's... Oh, anyway, I'm, I need to 
I'm, I'm, I'm not getting any vocabulary. Can I say anything more about this? So, um, uh, Paul, <laughs> I, you like it, I, don't you? I fucking love it. No, I, I, again, my first uh, e words musical theatre. Aye, aye, totally, man. Aye. Bullshit. Uh, I, and uh, yeah, it's it's just bland fucking pish, really. In it, it's like Radio Two fucking carpet slippers and fucking tartan rugs and class of wine. Yeah, yeah uh, cheese board. Uh, the thing is, he's doing these. It's no cyborg, man. It's no cyborg. It's not cyborg. No cyborg. That cyborg is on this album. I love you. That song. Fucking cyborg. And you know what? And you know what? Just like the band we love, it, it's kind of cool in a way. It's fucking nuts that. Aye, these these can exist know, in the same. These things can exist in. How's he you know, expecting fans to accept cyborg and this? <laughs> uh, but but no but Aye. you know what I mean he's he's doing these these kind of like heartfelt songs or whatever and he's doing it he does it he does it in wilderness he does it in uh, the the why don't we try again yeah uh, you're, you're getting it right you're getting it right yeah. here you know and then you've just got he's to go got, he's got no you know as we said no Freddie to rain uh, him everybody with a solo album uh, there's yeah. no moderating influence then the sidemen are going to say Brian that's a bit that's shite. You know, fucking... I mean, this was a single. This was a single. That's this right, was a so single. Was, uh... Yes. Yeah. Fuck it. Was he huffing glue? Yeah. And okay, right. There might be a few listeners out there thinking I'm going over the top about this and why would I no, get not a song? But I just, I just expect better out of Brian May. You know, is <laughs> is it wrong to want we want better out your favourite guitarist? I mean, you've set the bar high with, with Cyborg, man, and then you hit out with this shit. I mean, exactly, disappointment mate. all it's round, mate. not good enough, mate. Disappointment, disappointment, <laughs> three disappointments, mate. Exactly, aye. Joe, come on, what, what, what's, what's your take on this? Uh, right, well, I'd, I'm surprised... You fucking love uh, it. I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm surprised none of you two actually picked up on this because to me, as soon as the first fucking note of this was played, I said... To my wife, what does that sound like? And you know what she said, and she she said exactly what I thought she was going to say. It sounds like a Lane Page memories. It's exactly the same. What sorry? A Lane a Lane Page memories. Oh, does it? it oh, l- listen, that goes. listen, man. Put put when we come off as go to Spotify. Put memories on. It's the same chord progression. I can sing. I can sing memories over the top of it. And and by the way, memories is mm. for what it is is actually a good song, but, but, it's, but it's totally in that. It's, it's totally in that. It's, I'm aye, not surprised you're saying that. It's aye. in that fucking ballpark. But at least Elaine Page wrote a decent song. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like fucking. Um, what was the song like? It was like. Uh, uh, I think it was Tim Rice. Wrote. Aye, it was kind. Uh, aye, but she performed uh, it. But aye, uh, but it's kind of similar as you know in the kind of magic podcast that we did where. I think it was me that said that Pain is So Close to Pleasure sounds like something like uh, Diana Ross would have left off a fucking, you know, be a B-side mm. in a Diana Ross record. It's like a really bad version of Chain Reaction. This is like an extremely bad version of Memories by Elaine Page. It's oh. it's just fucking crap. There's nothing else. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just amazed, mate. You know, like the opening bars to Memories, mate. <laughs> my missus, like ah, because my missus likes Elaine Page. <laughs> No, I'm a I secret. Cyborg, a cyborg, cyborg Elaine page. page, mate. I'll need to go and cleanse myself and fucking <laughs> put on worm rot or something like that. Uh, is that us then, lads? Fucking right. So, 
it's, so it's your, a, it's a, your version of the album it finishes there because I've got Being On My Own, which is an instrument well, yeah, finishing the album. Well, the original 1998 release finishes on Another World, and that's where we're finishing. Ah, there you go. So, that's where we're finishing. But I will say that piano you're, thing's quite you're nice, missing, man. You're missing, because that Being On My Own is lovely. Nice, <laughs> nice, aye. Yeah, it's lovely. Ah, well, well, right, well, we'll do that uh, in another podcast. Where we, Brian, Brian at a, a real piano. We'll do, when we really run out of ideas, we'll do the extra CD on Another World, man. <laughs> Can he wait? Fuck off. <laughs> Um, but but having talked about it, especially you, Paul, having talked about the album and talked about it through, um, you are making some very big claims about how abysmal most of this was. Mm-hmm. Do you still think that's the case? Well, let me run through the track. Listen, right, uh, China Bell was abysmal. Uh, On my way up is abysmal. Uh, I do you know what? Is another world abysmal? Yes. Aye, aye. So three, three out of thirteen, I suppose, is not most of them. Uh, is well, it? three so out of twelve. You're, you're, you're uh, twelve. Sorry, aye, aye, 12. So yeah. But still, so. aye. So there you go. So I'm talking shit. Aye. I'm not but saying yeah. you're talking shit. I'm just wondering if. It's, no, I'm talking shit because <laughs> I say most. I say a lot of this is abysmal, and it's only three that are abysmal. So aye. obviously, my idea of a lot's fucking fucked in it. Completely, mate. So. And and having gone through it with you guys actually, um, and and thinking, oh, is this better than fucking Back to the Light, or is Back to the Light? This is better than Back to the Light. It is. I think so. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like like David, you said at the start, it's it, it at least sounds more cohesive as a as a whole body yeah. of work. Whereas Back to the Light sounds like a shambles it sounds like all the songs sound differently you know production just the same mixing different years and sounds like a best of or something it does if that's his best of fuck's sake man he's got no chance that's the idea but at least this sounds like you say this sounds like like an album it was I know it was dead over two years but it's been mixed in such a way that it sounds like it was dead at one time um, one producer as well because Brian produced the whole thing um, with Justin Shirley Smith did a good job man it so, so. sounds good yeah aye, aye. Um, it's going to be consistent um, so it, it does have the same sound all the way through that Back to Light yeah. doesn't have you know the same kind of vibe and um, maybe not like compositionally but certainly sound wise it's got the same vibe but um, the, the, I think the thing is now that you've you, having done these two podcasts you've now actually got you know, twenty something songs to play with to make something a, a Brian May playlist that you can go. Do you know what? That's my wee Brian May aye, playlist. Aye. And you might mm. not get to ten tracks. You might know. You might only get to six mm. or seven. But you, you know, you could say, "Well, do you know what? I'll, I'll remind myself that he, he can do some things okay." You know, in aye, terms absolutely. of solo work. You know, absolutely. Um, and with us, so, um, so no, I, I, it's not, it's not a good album, but it's not a bad album. Um, I think that's mm. the thing. It's not a bad album, no. and there's moments on this. I mean, I mean, Paul, you you went down the tracks there, and, and probably we're all collectively in agreement about the three one, the three weakest tracks on it. Probably, yep. Um, the covers again are they are what know, they are, I are what they are, pretty yeah. much, yeah, yeah. But um, so and the rest are are are, are good to okay, you know. Um, I, I agree with that. So so it's it's maybe not all that bad, um. And um, much like the Back to the Light podcast, we, we sort of concluded that, you know, Joe asked the question, is it as bad as you, you, you thought it was going to be? And it wasn't. 
It wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. That's right, because there was about five tracks we, we actually uh, liked. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, 12 or whatever. Yeah. That's right, still yeah, pretty yeah. fucking bad, though. Yeah. It's still pretty, pretty oh, low, man. pretty weak. Aye, mm-hmm. aye. But, um, and the same here. You know, it's 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 definitely not not as bad as, as you know, people make out. And, I, and I've seen some things I, on Twitter where people are saying that, you know, another world is, is, is so bad and... Um, no, you know, but that may be the same. That may be the same people that say "Back to the Light" is bad. I know, I don't know, but um, yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's this is better. This is I, I like it better. Um, it's not. It's not infuriating the way "Back to the Light" is. No, I mean you could right. Okay, mm. you could say like let's say "Cyborg" compared to "Resurrection." "Resurrection" is probably a, 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 a better a, a song. Better, it is. better song in terms of how it's been arranged and all the rest of it. I, I just think Cyborg's got the charm, you know, over it, you mm-hmm. know. But um, but Resurrection is, is a better song. Aye, aye, absolutely. So you, you could start doing that. You could start comparing these. But his voice and, is and better you, in Cyborg than it is in Resurrection. His voice is better. It's sitting better in the mix, as yeah, you said, totally. Joe. Um, 100%. And, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's So there's there's a lot of redemption on this for me in terms of Brian May yeah. solo, um, which, is, which is not a bad it's, thing. It's not as it's not as bleak as I thought it was. That way, aye. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I I just disregarded this uh, and back to the light because I was just like, uh, well, the received wisdom is that they're two terrible albums, and I'm not, you know, that's you could probably make one pretty good album out of both the records. Make a good album aye, out of both, both records, aye. Aye. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we'll do so that. Actually, maybe we'll we'll, we'll uh, maybe we'll have a chat with each other and we'll put yeah, our playlist, our yeah. playlist together. You know, of, idea. Uh, of our our Brian May album. You know, and then cool. see what others mm-hmm. others think. What they would take in, t- take out, or put in, or whatever. Magic. Um, what are we calling it? Bit. Back to the world. Another, Another light. light. They're both pretty crap, aren't they? <laughs> ah, they're both shite, mate. Just call it. Just call it fucking cyborg. Aye, cyborg. Cyborg. I'll call it. She's got to look good in the shower, even though it's not in the day. Brian May, rub one out. Aye, rub one out. Aye, rub one out. It's a great name for a record, man. That's a missed opportunity right there. <laughs> exactly, man. Um, all right. So that is another world, and uh, I've actually got through that pretty quick. And I'm just looking at the time here and. Although we're still talking after about two two hours, but um, I've got through that pretty quick. I think it probably because of the covers and Aye. you know the intro and stuff. Yeah. You know, you were able to kind of blast through it a, l- a little bit quicker. So, um, so we'll do the second disc then. Aye, let's just crack on then. Behave. Uh, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you on the next one, which I have got no idea what that's going to be. But yep. you'll just have to wait and see. Aye, just just wait. Part right? of the surprise. Aye. Anyway, aye. So, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next time. Bye.